everyone, it's Cindy Kaza, and you're listening to the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's his parian. So, Micah, I was thinking, you know, every episode I give a an intro to, right? You do. Um, which includes usually a good natured, good natured rib towards you. You know. <laughs> um, yep. Well, have, I've got uh, I've got hash marks on my arm. Oh, I'm so sorry for each that. one. I am so sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I said, good natured. Sometimes they're complimentary, but hey, sometimes compliments just aren't funny. <laughs> and a lot of times they just don't fit. Well, that's not true either. So, but anyway, I was, I was sitting here pondering the uh, forthcoming discussion, and I was thinking about said intro, and I was I ran it through my brain, you know what I say, and I usually wrap it up by saying, you know, my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy, and I, I started thinking, I wanted to ask you, Mike. What would your poster image, you are the paranormal poster boy, what image is conjured up in your mind that would sell you as the paranormal poster boy? You know what I mean? Like something that maybe we can, we can yeah. cre- we create on our own. We can, you know, start. start That's s- a good idea. I like start that. Start selling them to our listeners. <laughs> I'm kidding I, about that. Selling them, I'd I'd give them away. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's exactly the first. True. The first image that comes to my mind actually is okay. We all know the wonderful Ghostbuster franchise, the movies, the wonderful everything. Of course, that we love um, most of them, some of them. But anyway, <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on that one? Okay, so you know the the. Basically, what the logo that they have is the very Casper-looking ghost with this red circle with a line through it, right? Exactly. But no ghosts, okay? Basically, what it's saying. Right. Uh, What I see for me is that same type of thing, only actually more Casper-like without the round circle, without the slash through it. So it's just... So it'd be your face. <laughs> I went around in a long story coming to a, just a very simple conclusion. So, yes. so it would be your <laughs> your smiling, grinning face with a red circle around it. Is that kind of what you're... Or, yeah, or, w- with the red circle around it would be great, but just cannot have the red slash through it. Right, meaning right. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, well, you know, that was just out of the, off the top of my head, out of, out of the crack of my ass at, that quick. Wow. You know, it okay. probably wouldn't work it. That was just my first thought. That ex- so. that explains the smell right now. Uh, wow! Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> so, um, well, we'll workshop that. Okay, we'll workshop. Yeah, that. I think we should workshop that, um, and it's another opportunity for listeners to uh, get in touch with, with us and give us some ideas. What would you like to see? The paranormal poster boy. You you know, longtime listeners especially, they know what Mike's all about. Uh, they know his personality inside and out. Um, yeah. yeah, send yeah. us some ideas do. here. He does. Unfortunately. He is he is the the imagery of the paranomaly zone. Mike is what people think of when they think of they hear the term the podcast title paranomaly zone immediately Michael Carbno pops into their brain. Oh sure. And then some short little elf in the background with a squeaky voice is like trying to intro the episode. And then a very loud recorded laugh track from the 50s. That too. Exactly. <laughs> Would have to be part of it. That too. 
Well, Mike, it is good to see you here. It is Sunday, the day before Labor Day. We hope Sunday, everyone... Sunday, Sunday. Wow, we hope everyone has a safe and uh, fruitful Labor Day tomorrow. Hope everyone's safe. Have a enjoy your day off if you indeed have your day off. Um, I'm not sure what we're planning on doing. It might be a day of laziness. I am not sure, but uh, we shall. Oh see. hell, I was going to go do go back to Fargo and do some more wedding things, but. That's right. Nothing's nothing's gonna be open. That's right, Mike. The big day is coming up here, uh, man. Friday, Friday, Friday. Wow. Uh, now, are you gonna introduce yourself and in, like I'm the husband, 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 as you walk down uh, the no. aisle? <laughs> now, is there going to be no. an aisle to walk down? I mean, what? Well, yeah, what? it's gonna be a, a set up chairs in Mary's sister's backyard, and they'll be separated with so we can walk through and come up and do the whole deal and. Mary's sister actually has gotten herself ordained. If I haven't mentioned this on a previous episode, I don't know. But she got herself ordained online, and she's going to perform the ceremony. Oh, so. wow. That's pretty cool. And I am there. I am I am included in, yes. this, uh, in this festive event, so it's going to be it's, good. It's going yes, to be good. you are. It's, it's a special thing. It's, a, um, yeah, it's going to be a good gathering. Nice. Good family gathering. And me. Yes, and you. <laughs> Unfortunately, sans Bridget. Yeah, she exactly. Got, yeah. got prior things that she really has to take care of. Absolutely. Very understandable. Man. Absolutely. But yeah. she, obviously, you know, she sends nothing but her best to you guys. So. Yes. Well, and Mike. I, um, I, I, I do want to say one more thing. I sure. want to uh, extend an invitation to all the listeners over the world that, hey, if you're in Fargo, <laughs> go ahead and stop by. <laughs> yeah, no, wherever you, yeah, wherever you, you see the. I guess I don't know the the. There would be mylar balloons out on the. Uh, okay, that's all I was going to mailbox ask. At, on the street. So. I was going to say you didn't like rent <laughs> yeah. like a, a fifty foot tall like a blow up doll. No, 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 those wavy things. <laughs> those wavy things, whatever the hell yeah. those are called. Yeah. Every time I see them, I laugh really hard because I, I love those things, but I, I get nauseated at the same time. So I don't know. I don't know. They would not be welcome at our wedding. You know. <laughs> Well, everyone Not is everyone is invited to send Mike and Mary nothing but their best, and I'm yeah. sure everyone you'll, you'll all be there in in spirit in my in my heart. Speaking of spirit, Mike, this is a good episode. Uh, before yeah. before I forget, since I mentioned it earlier, yes, hello everyone. This is your weekly dose of all things you guessed it, paranormal, strange, and mysterious. This is the Paranormally Zone. I am your uh, host, Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined as always. By my co-host slash host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself. Let's see what I wrote. The Casper here. without the red slash. The man, <laughs> the man whose tombstone will read, "Give me a minute, Mike Carbono." <laughs> That's right. I'm almost there. <laughs> so, I, I had a couple of them written down when I was. Um, I, I decided to go with that one. So, um, yeah, I'll save you. I like it. Yeah, that was okay. good. So <laughs> give me a minute, Mike. It is good to see you no matter how many minutes everyone <laughs> sits around waiting patiently because it's yes. all good. It's more than worth it. It is good to see you, man. It seems like it's been forever. It's been a couple of weeks since we've released a new episode. We did release right. that, um, formerly Patreon exclusive Robert the doll episode, which uh, we got some good feedback on. So that's nice. That's awesome to hear. But Some great, back. fun, vintage episodes. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that we we went almost an hour and a half on that one, so that was a great, really yeah. I I'm not sure about the quality, but the quantity was there. <laughs> yeah, the quantity is there. Yeah, we can always go for quantity. I mean, there that's no problem. So, Mike, uh, without any further ado, here as the kids say, or well, I just said, I don't know if the kids actually say that, but maybe they do. The <laughs> And whatever they say, I don't understand it anyway. So. Very true. The topic we are diving into today, ghosts, or I should say ghost in the basement. Now, before everyone goes, ooh, what is this? Is this a creepy, cool story about an alleged haunting, a ghost that's hanging out in someone's basement that Patrick or Michael knows about? No, no, nay, nay, I'm sorry. It has nothing like that. It's, it's kind of a, I'll admit it, it's a, Maybe it's an eye catcher. It's people going, ooh, let's click on that, see what that's all about. No, this is going to be something where Mike and I just banter back and forth. We're talking about why ghosts slash spirits do or would 
linger in said basements or said attic or said bathroom or whatever. <laughs> what, what have you? It's something that's always kind of, I don't want to say irked me, but it's, um, well, yeah, no, I'm going to be honest. It has irked me. It's that, it's that wonderful skeptical, pseudo-skeptic reply where they always say something along these lines. Well, if it's a ghost, then why can't it walk through the walls? Why is it stuck in there? <laughs> why is it stuck in there? Patrick, I love that voice you're doing. It's oh, awesome. Oh, 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 thank you very much. It fits. It fits. <laughs> I hear that so much, though. It's, it's To me, that is such a thoughtless, right. thoughtless criticism what i mean by that is that it takes no critical thinking at all to say that if you're going to yeah. have a discussion a serious discussion and you just sit there and go like, well i think it goes why can't i move away well that's <laughs> if you're a believer if you're at least open-minded um there's a lot more to it than that well mike and i believe that there is more to it than that maybe we're wrong but that's kind of what we're going to be diving into today some theories some of our own opinions uh, we got him. Hey, I I said on, on, on the twit or the X or whatever you want to call it now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had a couple of good gifts there that showed my intent on my opinion. So I know. And you were very forceful because I, I was, was. Like, I replied I, to you and I was like, all right, awesome. You know, a ha 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 or something. And then you immediately replied and you said, I mean it. <laughs> yeah. With a very I was like, grim, I, sulking looking face. It's like, I, I <laughs> believed you, Mike. I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just uh, expounding on the uh, exclamation <laughs> of, of it. That's all. All right. So let's, how do we want to start this one, Mike? This is a quite literal, off the cuff, opinionated discussion. So that it's, yeah. it's going to be pretty fun. It's going to be pretty good. And, and we aren't just specifically talking about a haunted basement. No, exactly. Either it's like you know any yeah like like you said you you explained it yeah it's like why would they why yeah. would they be quote unquote trapped or why would they choose yeah. to be in one room and or opposed to another or even a locale for that matter right. a, a particular house you know any number of examples we could we could throw out there but for the sake of the title ghost in the basement we're going to kind of try and stay focused on that idea in its in itself now one example that popped in my brain that this will get the conversation going here, is from our, our, our good friend, our friend of the podcast, and our, uh, 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 a veteran guest on this show, the, uh, the awesome Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International. Last year, Mike, if you do remember, we, we actually made a visit to the Sally House. The I remember well. Yes. I shall not forget. The infamous <laughs> allegedly haunted Sally House, which we need to make plans to go to again and do a better job the next time uh, we make it there. But before we had, you know, sauntered on down to the Sally House, I was you know, messaging Dustin about what his thoughts on the Sally House and to spare everyone the details. At one point, he did share one experience that he had at the Sally House. He said, basically, it was he and some friends were there for three days. And he said, basically, essentially, nothing really happened until the last day they were there when they were all down in the basement. Now, if you're wondering what the basement steps look like going down, you know, <laughs> going down into the basement of the Sally House, obviously, what they look like. Frightening. Oh, man. Um, the episode image is one that I took when we were there, just kind of, you know, right. peeking on down towards the basement area. So I show that picture to Mary, and Mary just does not want anything to do with it. She does not like to look at it at all. Oh my gosh! I mean, the, that was the first thing we did when we got there. Was we yeah. had to peek down to the, the basement. basement? Where's the basement? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just kind of maybe focus on that image and just there's allegedly a lot of it's kind of a hot spot in that house. I mean, there's a couple right. alleged hot spots, but the basement in particular. And Dustin had an experience himself when he was down there by himself. He and his friends were in the basement all together at one point, but they had all one by one left the room or left the basement until Dustin was the only one down in there in complete darkness. When he was in complete darkness, all of a sudden he heard and kind of sensed and felt that presence, that weight, that footsteps rushing towards him in that basement. 
Yeah, it was like a shuffling kind of a sound. Shuffling, wasn't it? A creepy yeah. ass shuffling yeah. that said it was rushing towards him so much so that yeah. he instinctively stepped backwards as far as he could until he backed up against the wall because he couldn't go any further. And he said that was creepy. That that was eerie to say the least. And that was like kind of the only experience. But man, what an experience. So that being said, why not experience anything of anything remotely paranormal the whole time they're there, every other area of the house, every other room, until Dustin was down there in the basement by himself. Now, this is coming from, I have to say this too, this is coming from a man who himself, I don't think he would mind me saying this on the air, is that he isn't, he's kind of leery about the alleged hauntings of the Sally house, but he's not leery of what he experienced in the basement. Right. Good, good way to put it. So what in the world happened to Dustin and what in the world is lingering in that basement? Now, I want to throw all that out there, Mike, to get this conversation right. flowing. Um, your thoughts first and foremost on what the hell Dustin may have experienced and what the hell may be lingering down in that creepy ass Sally house basement. Mm, yeah, it, just the thought of, you know, the feeling, you know, you have that feeling, you feel it, you know, there's, there's that heaviness. And then you hear that. I mean, to me, what was it but paranormal? I mean, uh, you know, there's alleged things that, like you said, that happened in the basement. Uh, there's supposedly the demonic uh, conjuring and the the uh, pentagram on the floor, which we still should have went down there. You know, we just every time we talk about this, we always say, why did we just not go down there anyway? I know. I'm <laughs> you know? so disappointed in myself. It's there's they wouldn't have found out. <laughs> right. You know? And unless they had cameras up there, but but who knows? And, but everything you see on everyone who's been at the Sally House, they all go down there. No one listens. We're the I, only yeah. good boys who obeyed the rules. <laughs> well, we were tired and hungry. <laughs> so. That's very true. That's very true. So And I think I had diarrhea from my Big Mac. So <laughs> you know TMI. T M I goodness gracious. Concentration and focus was, you know, it was difficult, but See the we had a good time. The Paranomaly Zone, the only podcast where you get complete honesty about one's bowel movements. So that's a good exactly. thing. You can always well, rely on us. It's not the first time it's happened on on the episodes, but but to go back to this, oh, but to the basement, um, is something down there because it was conjured up down there, or was it something that's always been there? Mm -hmm. um, certainly, if it was uh, something that had to do with the story of the Sally House, it doesn't make sense. Um, you know, why would Sally be down there? Or, you know, could she go down there anywhere in the house she wanted to? Like, basically, she could. But giving the thought of what went down, on down there uh, from a previous owner, the pentagram on the floor, the the chanting, the conjuring. Like the rituals, kind of. Exactly. The rituals. Yeah. Um, I would say that could be something that's there. It's stuck there. It was brought there. Um, is it something elemental? Is it an actual spirit, you know, Ooh. protecting its area where it came from? I like the idea. I like the idea of meant that. to be. I like the idea of the elemental. No. I mean, yeah. if it was like, if it was, a, an, if it was elemental in nature, would that kind of lend more credence to the idea of it not being able to move on from the room, from the basement? Maybe. <sighs> Maybe I got to do a lot more research on elementals. Yeah. I've had, you know, my interest in that has actually been growing and it might be a good episode. I future think so. episode. I absolutely. Think um, so. And I know we have listeners that would enjoy that. So, but yeah, so, I, you it know, could be any of those things. You know, obviously it was tough to judge from, from Dustin's text, whether or not he felt it was like ominous in right. nature or, you know, if it was malevolent, benevolent, right. It's hard to, to surmise that, but there's no denying that it creeped him out. And this is, well, a, right. you know, he's a prof professional paranormal investigator um, who isn't easy to get creeped out like that in, such, in said situations. And this wasn't being filmed for any program. Or this wasn't aired on Ghost Hunters or anything like that. That was totally on it's their just own. personal experience. Exactly. So um, I believe him 195%. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Unfortunately, that's all we have is just a personal experience. But but we trust Dustin. I, a lot of people 
mm-hmm. you know, no one trust Dustin. He wouldn't, he wouldn't lie, especially when he's just telling, you know, you and I, this story. Right. You know, and it, and it put him in that defensive mode, you know, to step back and, exactly. and it freaked him out. It was something that he felt. Exactly. He had to be defensive about. So, so that's, again, that's kind of like, we're kind of planting the seed here for the conversation. It's like, what? That's just one example. You know, why, if there is something lingering in that basement, why can it not move on? Why is that the only place where people experience uh, things at the Sally House? I'm not saying that's the case. People experience paranormal, I'm doing air quotes, paranormal activity throughout the house. Um, Mike and I had our own experiences, personal experiences. Mike felt very, very off and weird that night up in Sally's room, you know? That was and, crazy, yeah. You, know, you felt that kind of weight kind of just go through yeah. you. It, it was, it, it's like, I felt it, it was like a wave, like coming towards me and, and through me. I, it, it was. Whoop! I, I hit my, my interesting feeling that I couldn't understand. That was perfect timing. I like accidentally hit my headphones on the microphone and you froze up right when that happened. So I was like, oh shit, really? that's my fault. I'm sorry, but no, you came, you're back. <laughs> you're back. Okay. No problem. Now this idea popped into my little noggin the other day, Mike. This is why I mentioned to you yesterday where where I said, I want to I want to kind of save it for for the episode here cuz I want to get your organic immediate re- you know, thoughts on this. And I'm I'm not breaking any ground here, but I want to throw this your way. Now, let's say let's say um someone's um den is allegedly filled with paranormal activity, okay? Nothing else, no one in the house experiences anything until they get into this this den, okay? What do you think of the possibility of the person himself who experiences activity in that den has something attached to him or her where it is only activated for lack of a better term when they enter that room no other rooms in the house in a locale i guess would provide enough energy would ignite would spark that paranormal unexplained activity no other house can do that or no other room in the house can do it except that one and it's wow that is that's deep it's attached to the person and it's the room itself that sparks that activity what do you think about that that i think it's crazy but i love it (laughs) i mean good i mean that's something i've never thought of or never had a thought of well probably because it's so crazy but (laughs) but anyway i mean you would have to put it in uh the only way i can put it is that there's a relationship between that person and that room i mean there's Mm -hmm. some kind of a bond there but why would it be something as man-made as a room well anything man-made can be haunted we know that like any house but why would it be just that room Mm -hmm. you really got to get down to why would there be a relationship between this person and this room Mm -hmm. could it have been like something tragic that happened to that person so young in that room did he see something did he experience something that that Mm -hmm. uh that that's an energy that just imprinted on those walls and th- and that kid, mm-hmm. you know, there's some energy, uh, some energy burst from that, that person as a child that, well, it depends on where, if, if, where they, if did they grow up there or if, if it's right. a person living there that moved in there. So I like so this. Not, I like, I like where you're going with that though. But I there's, mean. you know, that premise, I mean, uh, even, okay. Say a, a person moves into a house and they've, They've lived there for 40 years or whatever. And over those 40 years, that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. So it's not a child growing up. But something, again, extremely traumatizing, traumatizing happened to that person. Saw something that might have been part of what's going on in that room. That mm. imprinted on him. So are we going to think of it as this location, this room that imprinted on this one person at that just the right time that person went into the room. Yes. Or did that person experiencing, did they experience something in that room 
Uh, you know, I you, like you, that. you go around in circles spinning, you know, trying to get this. I really like that idea, out. though. I really, really like that idea. I'm just trying to think of a what could cause a relationship. I mean, because it's an obviously strong relationship yeah. between this room and a person. And again, that's just that's just an a, a idea that popped into my noggin the other day. So we're not saying there's any validity to this possibility oh, right. by, by any means. We're just kind of bouncing this off each other, but... That valid val validity. Yes, that too. <laughs> that validity. Um, yeah, uh, you know, you want that validity. Valid I can't say word, but you know the word I'm <laughs> yeah, trying yeah, to say. But don't try and say it's, that it's, anymore. <laughs> it's great in the brain, and it's like, well, that's a great idea. But then all of a sudden, you hear this loud fart, and a and a just this, and the idea is gone. So. No, non-valid, invalid. What I <laughs> what I tend to hear instead of a loud fart is that uh, Price is Right loser horn. <laughs> I know. Dun, yeah. dun, ba, boom. But you don't have your soundboard going, do you? No, I didn't want to set it up. <laughs> I, okay. I, I really didn't want to set it up. Today. Well, sometimes it's fun to make your own sound. Yeah, I, I think so too. No, like no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Well, we have we have plenty of you on the soundboard too. So. That's... Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, Mike, um, I don't know. Another idea. I mean, we have to take a quick time traveling excursion yeah, it's here. Coming. Um, another idea that popped in my brain just now, actually, when I was listening to you, it might sure. be, it might correlate with, with what we were discussing too, is like, and again, this might be a little wacky, a little out there for some to digest, but in relation to the idea of that attachment, that relationship, that experience, that maybe happened at one time in this person's life. They never experienced it any other place except there. Is it also except at a, or let me rephrase that. Is it also only experienced at a particular like time? Um, mm, is it sure. like perhaps walking in and out of a dimension? Yeah. Parallel I, I, dimensions. Exactly. Um, the, the portal popped into my head. There even, you go. Um, you know, uh, what do you guys think? I think, I mean, it's, mm. it's a fun, fun little idea to banter about back and forth. Uh, we do not know. We just wanted to throw that out there and, uh, you yeah. know what it is. It's, 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 uh, the slea stack on, uh, land of the lost that one that has a crystal that puts it in that thing and it dimension opens up. That's what it is. So it's, it's happening on their end, but, for some reason, that room has connected with it. Some frequency has connected with it. See, I thought you were going to go down the road where it was actually some like actor from the original Land of the Lost who was like, oh. behind all of this. Or Is that totally off base? Well, no, absolutely Man, you not. Should you know, our listeners, Will and Holly. Will and Holly, they're still really into the, our listeners the Land of the Lost thing. Our so. listeners needed to see Mike's look of disgust when I just <laughs> said that. He, yeah. Mike, he, the, the scowl, talk about... He had the face where it looked like he was smelling the world's worst fart at that moment. So that was, I, I, I feel good for uh, upsetting you so much on that. Uh, well, thank you for letting me ramble on about it. But. Oh, that's okay. Well, Mike, let's take a brief time traveling excursion. This will be literally seamless for our listeners. You know why? Not for us. Not for us, because we're going to be gone for about a week. Uh, until then. <laughs> no, we won't. Peace out. We'll see you in a second. And we have returned successfully from another time traveling excursion. Uh, Mike, you look different. I told I you. Do. I yeah. told you it'd be like a week or so, but you didn't have to, you know, do a complete entire wardrobe change. But hey, <laughs> uh, just my cap. Just your cap. Oh, well, that's all I see. <laughs> it's my, it's my scally. That's his scally. Yeah, that looks uh, good. Hey, and then I'm I'm wearing my Guinness uh, T-shirt with a big four leaf clover on it. So I guess I'm kind of gosh. Why is this not on YouTube? Why is this not on YouTube right now? So people, yeah, can I know. I look at the Sally mirrors behind me and everything, and the Hell funky yeah. monkey and all that stuff should be on YouTube. You know, just in case anyone is wondering, because we've been promoting it so much. Yes, we are going to be putting more and more YouTube stuff out there, and I'm trying to, as far as like a YouTube exclusive and YouTube video content, because we know that's. I mean, we know that's the way of the world right now, and hey, hey, it's it's fun as hell putting that shit out on there so um it it's is just, it's just a matter of i i'll take the blame i'm being very very picky about what i want to put out on there and um quite frankly i also want to eventually hopefully soon get a different type of software mike that makes you and i look better you know <laughs> when we're 
You know oh, what I mean? I, Just I, I need the best that you can not, do. Not like I, not like physically change, change our <laughs> appearance, but as far you know, make it look a little more professional. I don't know what I'm looking at. They yeah. don't have any. I know exactly what you mean. Give me some ideas. Uh, getting back to our conversation at hand here, I also want to say, I <laughs> uh, uh, I want to read one of the notes I had written down to myself. You know, when I was kind of doing the mocking tone of like the pseudo skeptics, why can't a ghost just walk through the wall? Why is it trapped? Blah, 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 blah. I also wrote down and I underlined it some humans don't even leave their houses. <laughs> you know, it's exactly why is it so hard to, to accept the possibility that someone in that other dimension, the spirit world, just doesn't want to leave? Exactly. I had that thought too uh, when we were talking about that. Um, what we earlier on the show, we I, I had that thought of of uh, you know like people in life that have that the a bad OCD, whatever they're they're housebound, they're hoarders, whatever you know. And like hoarders, they get themselves to where they have one room that they can basically function in, you know. Um, and why can't it be like that in the world, the paranormal world. Like, right. Yeah, seriously. There is the phrase that, you know, it might sound silly, but there is the phrase out there, ghosts were people too, you know. Exactly. And it's felt, that is said a lot by, you mm -hmm. know, investigators and, yeah. I mean, there's true. no, I mean, and we've also talked about this possibility and listeners know all about this as well. You know, the, the idea that they sadly maybe don't realize that they have physically passed away you know and they are in that they're in their comfort zone so to speak because they don't know any better they don't know that they shouldn't be there anymore uh that's another possibility i mean we could go any number of ways there are any dips and turns that you that you could think of it's fun to talk about no one knows no one knows even you pseudo skeptics you do not know you are not 195% certain that ghosts do not exist. And I'm talking to all of our skeptical friends out there. That is a huge pet peeve of mine. Is those darn... <sighs> I almost called them a name. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching you intently uh -huh. waiting for what's going to come out of your well, mouth. Well, just those... I'm using the phrase, even though Dave Schrader <laughs> hates... Even though Dave Schrader hate, hates it, I'm going to use the phrase, phrase or the term pseudo-skeptic forever... Because the pet peeve of mine is those who claim to know because you simply do not. You can prove that ghosts don't exist. I think not. I think not, my friend. But hey, whatever. I'm not changing anyone's opinions, that's for sure. And not that we, we dislike the skeptics and oh, the hardcore no. skeptics. We, well, we are going to have another one on, on one of our shows, exactly. I'm sure, eventually. Exactly. But Mr. Z from back in the exactly. day, I, yeah. I, you know, one of our last interviews as the, as the Alternate Route Podcast. You know, we love yeah. the guy. He's a he's a well-known media, he's a movie critic. He's a well-known guy here in the um, in the state of Minnesota and, and nearing <laughs> uh, neighboring states. Oh, see, the dog got excited about him, too. But he is a very, <laughs> well, to keep it short, he doesn't believe in any of this cockamamie nonsense and we love talking to him about that so we go back and yep. forth and we're going to plan on doing that again in the near future that's exactly what i was thinking about all that hooey all that hooey all that darn hooey the smelly sticky hooey now another thing i wrote down here mike because this is actually something i saw as you know during my my thorough and deep research into these questions we were going to pose on the episode one answer quote-unquote answer i found online from a so-called expert says that it in regards to why a spirit or ghost would be trapped or why it can't leave a room their idea was that it depends on what type of spirit or ghost is in said room mm. now what do you think of that notion like the first thing that popped into my brain was simply residual versus intelligent intelligent hunt. sure is there more to it in your mind? I mean, wow. Is a, is a, oh man, how do I say this? Is an intelligent spirit more apt to wander as opposed to a residual or perhaps maybe poltergeist activity maybe um, that's, that's relegated to one area? I mean, what, what, what pops into your brain? This is off the cuff conversation, quite literally off the cuff. So I want your two cents. 
What say you? Mike's frozen right now, so I'm, I'm killing time. I'm waiting for my computer to crash at this moment. Hopefully it doesn't. But okay, there he's back. Mike, can you hear me? Am I coming through loud and clear? I'm, ge- I'm getting little bits and pieces, but now you're coming through fine. Finally, finally. Um, <laughs> long story short, um, your thoughts on the idea of pr- uh, it depends on what type of spirit slash ghost slash energy is inhabiting that room. Well, you know, I think the, the residual that you you brought up, that would be obviously tied to that room because that's where the event took place, where it was recorded in the walls of history around it. There you know, you all go. that stuff. Uh, yes. So yes. it's only going to be there. It's, it doesn't have the intelligence to, well, it doesn't even, It oh, it's like playing a movie over and over again. You know, it's mm-hmm. in that same room, you know. That's my opinion on the uh, residual. You know, kind of going back to that uh, that crazy idea I threw towards you in the first half of the of the episode here. Kind of swinging back to the idea of the person, him or herself, being the root cause of the activity in one room and one room only. How about an item in that room being the root yes. cause? Uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm looking at your crazy, wacky monkey behind you. Let's say that thing <laughs> yeah. was, let's say that thing was haunted. Yeah. And, well, um, I think it is. Look at it staring right at I the know, camera. it's creepy, black, blank <laughs> eyeballs just it's staring. Like right next to me, behind me. Ay, 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 um, YouTube. So let's say that, let's say for argument's sake, that that wacky, creepy monkey was haunted. And then mm-hmm. you, you put it in your bedroom and, hey, Guess what? Weird, wacky stuff happens in your bedroom. Not saying it doesn't anyways. That weird, um, wacky, wild thing. <laughs> and then you move it out of your bedroom and you move, wow. it, you move it to the, the uh, you move it to the kitchen. And then weird, wacky stuff starts happening in the kitchen. So, so that, I mean, we get that argument. That's right. that the yeah, that's, haunted item is what's causing said room that it inhabits to have activity. But that does not... Keep it to a one specific room. I mean, you know, that's... Right, right. You move it to another room, the other room is done, and it's on to the next one. So, yeah, so that doesn't fit. I'm just looking at my professional notes here, Mike. What I have written down, I have several questions. I'm I'm trying to figure out where I want to start. You know, we kind of touched on it depends on what type of ghost. I just, I don't know about that. Nothing's really popping into my brain yeah. that's satisfying to me about it being. It depends on what type of spirit as to why it would remain. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and we, yeah. I mean, again, ghosts were people too. Is it simply attached to their place of dwelling during their lifetime? You know, that's. I mean, why is that so hard to accept? It just doesn't exactly. You know, like in life, you know, a person could have had every day where they had a certain time of the day where they just wanted to sit in this their favorite chair in their favorite room and, and probably having thoughts while alive sitting there going, you know, if I could choose heaven, this would be it. Cause it's like what they just love every day, Mike, part of their living routine. Thank you for saying that because that's another thing I was looking into today. <clears throat> this was, ah, what was his name? Tony, Tony Stockwell. I think he's a medium, a psychic slash medium. And I was reading some of his quotes about this idea of you know residuals, and he has he has uh, theories about his his belief as to what is the difference between a ghost and a spirit. And he's like, well, spirits are kind of those who have passed. They've lived in this lifetime and they've passed, and they've come back for whatever reason, or they haven't moved on. Whereas a ghost is kind of like, according to him, it's more of like the emotional residual attachment. And when you're just saying right there, made so much sense that okay, you let's say that this person when they were alive, they just love. That moment, that time when they get to sit down, they get to maybe they're meditating. Who knows? Maybe they put on their favorite record and they're yeah. s- they're sitting back and they're totally content. They're happy, like you said. This is my idea of heaven. This that- is where I've had an actual out of body experience while I'm alive, and boy, why not? The, ul- the ultimate out of body experiment experience is dying and going on, or oh, doing what you want to do, or where you want to be. But that is, an, that is a strong emotion. Absolutely. So, so when you are that content that, hap, that content, that happy, talk about that residual emotion that is left there. It is left yeah. in that chair. It is left in that room. So there maybe mm-hmm. is a potential answer as to why that room, that chair, what have you, 
seems to have a little weird, wacky paranormal activity surrounded it. Right. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of strong emotion. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I don't think that ghosts are trapped. I don't think all ghosts are trapped. Um, I don't think they need to be unless in their mind or their way of thinking that keeps them there, not actually trapped, but their mind or their mindset or their thought process hasn't trapped. Right. And we're not saying that a uh, energy slash spirit slash slash ghost can't be supposedly trapped, you know, because right, there, right. we've talked about this a million and one times as well. Could have been a traumatic death, you know, and they don't know that they have that they have physically died and they are there. They are essentially kind of trapped. They don't understand how to move on. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. So we're not saying that isn't the case here. Man, my brain's kind of hurting a little bit, but I like it. It's a good kind of hurt. It's Your good, brain hurts. It's yes. a good kind of hurt. <laughs> but boy, you sure get tired by the end of the oh, day. I you sure gotta do, lay man. Down. That's you gotta lay down. That reminds me of a classic far side image, far side joke. I love, love the far side. It's it's like a couple love. of cowboys back in the day, and one cowboy is trying. He's trying to console his injured cowboy friend who's laying on his back, and he is just he is just covered pierced with numerous arrows that are just jabbed inside of him. He's on the verge of death. And he says, yeah, Zeke, I hurt, but it's a good kind of hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember the image of that when I couldn't remember what it said, but <laughs> so good. I would look through those, those, uh, far side flip calendars, you know, like oh, you I know. On a desk. They're so good. I'd read them like a book. I'd sit there and just go through them. Oh, yep. It's the best. <laughs> Gary Larson is the best, man. That's oh, so funny. Your um, talent. Now, if you guys remember, recall, I'm going to go off on a brief tangent here. When I At the first half of the episode here, I mentioned that the Robert Adele Patreon episode was like, oh, it was like an hour and a half. I kind of sounded like I was amazed. I also remember back in the day, Mike, it was common for us to go two and a half hours for every oh, damn sure. episode. But then a lot of it was filled with a bunch of, I don't know, shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um well we I, were we were both heavily drinking during that time <laughs> well i'm you know, when bridget was with the show too we had such a good time you know just talking having fun um until we started getting more and more focused obviously um some people yeah. will think that we still aren't focused but that's that's okay that's their prerogative we're at our level of focus and that's yeah. where we need to be but I, mean, I bring that up though mike because i um before moving on with more discussion here I think it's time, and I think you'd have fun if we did a nonsensicast radio oh, return. My God. Yes, oh, you should see. Could it, you should see the look on Mike's face now. Uh, he looked like he was I, getting a, a gentle back rub from a spirit right now. It was yeah, great. I. You know, it's like bringing back a wonderful childhood memory if you have one. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. I mean, we can bring so, yeah. back. We can bring back all the bits. You know, just every little silly oh, segment yeah. we did. I yeah. think. I think it'd be fun for those who are tuning in for the first time. Nonsense Cast Radio was the very first incarnation of this podcast. And um, it was all many fun. Many, years ago, actually. Many, many years ago. Many, many years ago. It was all in good fun. We were crazy. Bridget and I started it. Mike joined in. Um, we started heavily focusing on a lot of paranormal talk because, frankly, Mike... They didn't give me a choice. <laughs> and then our first guest was the, was the aforementioned awesome Dustin Perry. And then I was like, man, I'm going to start focusing on getting more and more guests from the paranormal field on the show, and we've been off and running since then. But Nonsense Cast Radio was so much fun. It was just gibberish. It was, it was hilarity. Well, we thought it was hilarious. Oh, think, well, to us it was. I mean, and I think we, we had some listeners that really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it brought some listeners in. And, and then, you know, like you said, it moved on, you know, after Dustin Perry, just what comes to my mind is, uh, do you think we have a, a plethora <laughs> of celebrity guests. Hmm, yes, I, we do. I'd say we have a plethora. Yes, I do. And a few sweaters thrown in as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'd be fun. To, to just I watched that movie last night. It was awesome. As always. I think anyway, it'd be, go ahead. No, it would be fun to let loose and just have a silly, fun, nonsense cast radio uh, <laughs> reboot, so to speak, in the near future. Absolutely. So, Mike, another couple, uh, another... <laughs> I speak English. Another uh, note I have written down here. Patrick. (laughs) That's very true. Why are basements creepy slash do we conjure up activity due to fear? That creepy aspect of a basement. 
first and foremost, why? I mean, I'm not saying you necessarily find basements creepy. I'm not necessarily I d- saying. I do. I, I do. Not all of them. Especially, especially mine. Well, there's a thing. <laughs> okay, okay. There's a, there's different types of basements. Okay, we get exactly. It. So we're when I'm talking about even you know non furnished. You know, there's it's not really a livable space down in. It the has basement. to have the creep factor to it. I mean, yes. you're, we're not talking like um, like you live in a beautiful duplex and you go to the to the downstairs part right. and you're living. You're just like you're in your living room upstairs. Exactly. You know, but um, with a bar on one end and. Big screen TV and oh, Mike's fantasizing now. And uh, any oh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but anyway, uh, I don't drink anymore, so I'm not a bar. But you know, um, what I mean. uh, uh, hash station. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but anyway, this time we must get back on track. So where were we? <laughs> well, the the idea of basements being creepy themselves, yeah. and does that sort of it's kind of it, yeah. it pertains to the subject at hand. But does the does the human effect? have an impact on paranormal activity like humans being creeped out kind of naturally creeped out by a a, a, a damp dank right. smelly you know noisy furnace riddled basement you know yeah. does that what can we what can we do to actually right. create something down in that basement paranormal what speaking? is it what is it that we do that conjures that up in our mind yeah you know it's the what does that fear puts you in a state of mind of even before you got you take that first step down the basement a great you know, point if if you're in that you know if if that's how you feel how dramatically you feel about basements but mm-hmm. you know and and your mind is building with each step that you go down if you have this fear in you to begin with and that time that you're getting down into that basement each step you take your mind is going what can I, what might I hear down there? What might I see? Boy, it's building, it's building. And Amen. then a light bulb goes out, you know, and then you're on that bottom step and you're, you know, and you, you faint and you're done because <laughs> that fear is so strong that you're not even going to get in there to see something. You, you, your mind can do this before you even ha- in the entirely in the situation. And Mike is speaking of personal experience, boys and girls. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I am. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if you fainted. Loosely you based. <laughs> well, you know that, that is. Thank you for bringing that up because that's such a good point. If you are tensed up, if you're already creeped out when you're entering like someplace that's allegedly haunted, every little thing you see and hear in your mind is going to be amplified. It's going to be, dare I say, interpreted as paranormal in nature, where yeah. it could have been, like you said, it could have been an absolutely natural thing uh flickering the electrical wires the bulb could have went out uh, you know i mean just yeah. like the creak in the floor natural old wood boards just creaking oh my god what's that this i mean yes we get it yeah i think just about anybody even you know can go back in their childhood and think of something that that happened even once but but at the same time i want to flip the side to this to that that fear that you're you're feeling and that stuff that's going through your head it's building and building just like before, but it's also building that energy that it's something might already be down there. And it's feeding off of And it. it's feeding off of that energy and that fear that's building up so much that that whether there's something down there or not, you're you're scared to death. But if that energy and that fear is giving that the energy that it needs. Mike, it's like, you know, know, there you go. The world between the living, the, well, I should say the living relationship with the spirit world to me in a lot of ways, and you really sparked this idea in my brain. It's like symbiotic almost, right? It's like, absolutely. They feed off of one another. I love that word. They, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and they help each other reveal itself. You know what I mean? It's, I like that idea. It's like, they feel you coming down the steps physically, but they also sense that you're creeped out. And they're like, ooh, you know, this is kind of sparking my energy here. This is yeah. making it easier to make myself known. Thank you very much, Mr. Human. Um, I like that idea. It, it's, it's, it's like taking a, a, a feather to the bottom of a, of a person that has a very odd fetish. It's just, you just, and you just, you know, 
<laughs> so would that be a feather fetish? Say that five times. Well, you know, it, 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 no. See, I, see I you won't. can't. But you, can't. you know what I mean. You know, I'll, yeah, all I'm doing is making blubbery noises <laughs> when you're asking me to do that. So forget it. <laughs> maybe. But, you know, you know what I mean. Maybe that, to go back to the paranormal poster boy image, maybe you need to be like floating on a pile of feathers, Mike, um, yes. with a very, very cherubic look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it right now. Again, send us your ideas, well, listeners. Uh, either that or a, my head sticking out of a large pile of elephant dung. I don't know. Hey, some people want talk about fetishes, man. Some people might like that. So, but I would like to see Jeff Goldblum behind me saying that's a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you know what I mean. It I mean, can be done. It can be done. <laughs> Let's see. Looking at my professional notes again. Okay, I have to ask this. Okay. It's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily pertain to the idea of something being positioned, hanging out for eternity in a certain area of, of a certain house. But I did write down, Mike, how do ghosts spend their time? Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I seriously talk about stuff that is uh, my stupid little brain thinks about stuff like this every now and then. Um, I have gone through this in my head before and it's like, it, it it's crazy to think of. Yes. It, it's impossible yeah. to really wrap our human mind around it. At least in my, it, my yeah, case. It is. Because it we, is. we have to throw out our limited understanding of physics totally because the spirit world, the other dimensions, whatever you want to call them, I feel we have no idea what it is like. We we literally don't. We it's impossible. Yeah, we can't. The smartest minds in the world can have very well thought out and darn, you know believable arguments as to what they believe might be happening. I tell you, you got you got to get a hold of uh, Mickey Kaku's people. Oh man! <laughs> Thank you for putting the ooh at the end of that. By the way, that was very close. <laughs> To sounding well, naughty. Well, <laughs> Man alive. In Patrick's mind, that's where he goes. Yeah, I'm But sorry. anyway, but you know what I mean. I, I but yeah, But go on with this because it, you're making a lot of sense. Well, now I'm thinking about dirty Mikio <laughs> Kaku images. Ooh. Yeah, now he's never going to want to come on because I know. he's going to hear that. Exactly. Well, you know you he's know listening. It. You know he's listening right now. You know he has some sort of machinery that he has developed that immediately detects every mention of his name Throughout the, the, the world. <laughs> so And he hunts them down yeah. and uh, dissects plus he, Go ahead. Plus, he has clicked the alert button on, on his text from us. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. the, the red flag pops up immediately when it comes to the paranormal. Yeah, yeah there we go. I did message him a couple of times on his, um, on his personal contact uh, page, I guess, on the website. I never heard back, obviously. Shocking. Um, shocking. Um, yeah. I'm no. sure he probably gets a million a day, and he's not going to. Oh, you anymore. know he does. He doesn't see them all. No. So, all right. Where are they? Where are they? Oh yeah. So, getting back to how do ghosts spend their time, Mike? Do they spend their time? Well, obviously, there's an idea that they. I'm doing the air quotes again. Spend their time. Another giant air quote trapped in one particular area in a room. Even though we don't believe that they are all trapped by any means. Mm-hmm. An intelligent spirit, an intelligent haunting, Mike. How does it spend its time? Again, we have to throw out our notion of time because it does not exist in the spirit world. Right. That's what it makes it such a... That's what makes it such a frustrating argument when you're talking with those pseudo-skeptics. I'm sorry I keep bringing up pseudo-skeptics, but I'm ornery today when it comes to some of the crap I hear from other folks. But well, we did say we were going to have opinions on this show, and damn it, we're going to bring them. And we did yell about it, And too. I mean it. <laughs> so, okay, okay, Mike. Getting back to you, I keep asking a question, and then I go off on a tangent. I apologize. I do, too, and I'm sorry about that. How do ghosts spend their time, Mike? You know, they don't play games. They don't sit there and hold their pee because somebody's in the bathroom. Hold I mean, their What? Their pee because somebody oh. else is in the bathroom or anything like that. Okay, I thought you know, that's what you said. I thought that's what you all said. All we can do is put out the theories that we might have. Okay, you know. So you don't think, think, so you don't think I'm interrupting you because I need to. Oh, that's fine. So you don't think that someone who was a virtuoso guitarist 
on this physical world, their physical existence, isn't some, that's who they are. That's their innate energy. That's what they truly exactly. are. They are, they are a musician. That we is what they are. We have that, that we even don't even know so, yet. So possibly. I'm not saying this is where you were going. But, anyway. So you are saying that that innate musicianship that makes up that person's energy does not exist in the other realm. Am I saying that? That's what. Uh, that's why I interrupted you because I want to make sure that's kind of. I assume that's I, not where you were going. No, I would never. I didn't ever. think so. But but the reason I brought that up because you said yes, they're not. Me. The reason I brought that up because you were saying they're not sitting there playing games. Well, what if what if Grandma Grandma Judy's favorite thing to do was play pinochle, you know, or well, whatever. Then, okay, then if they're doing what they want to do and what they love best to do then they should have the energy to be able to, you know, that's, if that's their heaven, there's no entrapment there. They, they should be able to go where they want to go. If they're allowed to, you know, it's not like, okay, you can do what you're most happy at doing, play your guitar, but you have to do it in this room. Mm. And the, and that spirit is going to say, like, what do you mean? I mean, you know, <laughs> right. I'm not, that's not a level that I am at. If I can do this, if I can enjoy this, if I'm, you know, I shouldn't have to feel trapped. If that's the energy that, mm -hmm. that, that, if that's my true strength, my true energy that I had during life is, and that is even, maybe even stronger in death. I don't think that they're even going to be there unless they want to be there. Do, okay. Do, do okay. you understand that point at all? I know I kind of. No, I do. I, I, I do. Um. It's just one of those things that has always, again, my, my <laughs> feeble mind struggles to, you know, understand it. You um, know? So anyway, but that's that's my tangent that went off on what you, what well, I thought you were kind of getting to. But yeah, so, but okay, but we got to put out different theories. Is that's all we can do? Is do they, do they just sit there and wait? for a living person to come around and they can like, okay, I'm here. I'm haunting you mm. or I'm going to do this or that. Mm. You know, that's like, that's like what's going on when we see them, when we hear them. So when they're not doing that, if they're capable of doing that, I think it's possible that they could be going into the, there's kind of an in-between the dimensions of where we're at and where maybe spirit the spirit realm is mm. maybe they're, maybe they're kind of in between there and uh, what i picture is like a kind of like a paranormal limbo kind of yes yes like a like like uh you can see like wavy energy and it's just there in between and that's what we all are if we're stuck and that would be timeless i mean again you know, and that would be timeless exactly so if they're if they if a ghost has knowledge of of whatever um you know, the time part isn't going to matter. It's just, it's just that it's there. I mean, you, you have to, and this is going along with your argument, and I totally love it, because we, we have to accept the idea, the possibility that spirits have an infinite amount of more capabilities than we can even conjure up in our little brains. Right. That spirits don't even realize totally. It might, yeah, it might just possibly. There's that word again, innate. I mean, it's a, it's innately. Um, it, it comes to them in an innate fa uh, fashion, you know, it's right. requires no thought. Okay. Right. I, I, you know, and if they're in that limbo, I'm sweating. My brain is like <laughs> making me sweat. If they're in that limbo between here and there and just that, you know, wavy energy. And as we get closer to that, as our energy maybe starts to interact with them or, or we get closer with them with our batteries that are in our equipment, our hunting, ghost hunting, equipment, whatever. That's feeding that energy, feeding it, feeding and feeding it until either our batteries are drained or that entity has gotten enough energy to come over through to this very thin side of that veil and manifest as seeing something, seeing a shadow person, seeing uh, uh, something out of the corner of your eye, I hearing like something drop, you know, anything like that. I love that. And so maybe that's what's happening until some, they get an energy to, to you know, kind of like that's something you see on a lot of alleged, alleged captured, or I should say, captured alleged paranormal evidence. 
are like those audio anomalies where you hear like that pop. There's like a something, oh, sure. yeah. you know, and it's been theorized that that is something that's kind of, that is the physical interpretation on our part of something going in and out of like that, that, right. that veil, you know, going between that veil, through that veil. And, and listening to, to, to um, EVPs, say, for another example, um, you hear an EVP that, oh, clear as day, but, but it sounds like, like it's in underwater or something, or it sounds like it's going through ah, some kind of an yes. electronical, you know, there's something there that's we not have, quite ma- making it clear enough. And that's have, because I'm it sorry, doesn't Mike. have enough energy yet to come through, but it's coming through and you're hearing that in that way. Anyway, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, but I, I, I was very, very rude there. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no, no. We have our own example of an EVP capture that sounds just like it's coming through an electronic exactly. electronic talk box. You know, it's absolutely that one that sounds like it's mocking me when it repeats what I say. Right. When I say, watch that video, then we immediately hear that something says, watch that. And it, it yeah. sounds electrical. It sounds robotic. Right. It's Exactly. And and the EVPs that are so so soft, but you you can hear them, but you have to kind of you know clean it up a little bit to hear it. Mm-hmm. They just they just don't have the energy to bring it up to to that level. They don't have enough energy to bring it up to you know oh, eat that man. mechanical sound. And the mechanical sound doesn't have enough energy quite yet to bring it to where it sounds like it's clean. being said right next to your ears. Yes. There's oh, you know, I love that. I love that idea. It's a feeding and sharing of. Of, of energy yes you know we go down we go into like the Sally house we went into these places wanting to make sure that everybody everything had fresh batteries everything was charged up because we know that that can happen yep it happens to everybody i mean that's kind of a validity or validation to me in my mm-hmm. feeble mind that <laughs> i'm i'm speaking some truth or some possibilities of truth. Well, and again, of course, at the Sally House, just speaking of making sure all the batteries are charged, which we did, everything was double checked. And then they checked. go, and then they're they're done quick. Double checked. That's what I'm talking about. Triple checked, quadruple checked. The moment we start using said piece of equipment, guess what? It dies. The green light's on. Let's go. <laughs> it happened in that flipping freaky abandoned house that's you know five miles away from here one of the very first places we checked out i had a fully charged camcorder at that time yeah Um, i still love the old pictures from that place fully charged the moment i made my way up those rickety dangerous weak steps and turned the corner into that one room which you felt weird in i felt weird in there's like that heaviness don't know what it was anyways the moment i turned around that corner guess what the fully charged, ready to go camcorder just stopped. All right, that's cool because that that uh, is an example of the close we got to that room. Get to that room and yep. bang. And then Was why is something room, in that room exactly? Yeah, even after how many decades of this this home rotting away and having nothing in it. I mean, bare walls. I mean, there were some antique shoes laying around all over which, oh, which was know. weird it was you know weird. we bring it up at times but um but you know what is there except the energy of of a being it's not it's it's a bare room with nothing that is also that mike can, that is also the same upstairs and i'm sorry we have to wrap it up here but that's also the same location when i was there recently where i heard music out exactly of nowhere yep. And it wasn't picked up on the recorder. Of course, it wasn't. You were giving you're you were thinning that veil up just a little bit more it's, enough yeah. with the energy that you were giving it to. It was weird. To come through. You don't hear it. It didn't pick up the music, but you hear me reacting because on on the recorder because I'm like, huh? I say, well, that was weird because I heard music. Yeah. Right. It was really weird. I mean, and there was no way I could have heard music from anywhere around that. I know. House. I know exactly what you're saying because I've had the example in the house I lived in in Park Rapids. It was so haunted. Heard music, heard the whispering in the ear. The example of my dad and I being in that dilapidated, abandoned farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere for miles, miles and miles. Uh, We were on dirt roads, no highway, nothing. And we heard kids. Well, I heard it. My dad didn't hear it. He was further ahead. I heard kids playing in the yard. I know. Oh, 
Man. And, and that maybe that didn't happen for years, that laughter, until my dad and I were there. There's energy popping up. Yep. Sucking it out of us to what we had. And there was enough to make these kids just have that little bit of laughter for just a moment. And you know why? Maybe because that was a very pleasurable, emotional moment for those kids at that time for whatever reason. I, yep. And it was and I tell you when, there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off now. But anyway, yeah, when I heard it, it was an emotional and happy thing for me. There is nothing bad about it. It was children having legitimate fun. You felt what they felt. Oh, it, it was amazing. It was it was a great experience. I'll never forget it. Symbiotic, man. Yeah, symbiotic. Absolutely. Well, Mike, we got to wrap it up. But when you kept when I you know. when you mentioned like you know the waviness between you know the the realms, you know the kind of the limbo realm. You know, I could have went way further with other things, but we are we are well, running short here. But, but the image that popped in my brain, I don't know if you've seen the movie Johnny Dangerously starring Michael Keaton from way back in the early love 80s. Love it, love it, love it, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a scene where he's talking to a young boy. He's going to tell him his life story, and then, like, you know, it does the classic, the TV screen starts shimmering and kind of getting blurry because yeah. like, they're time travel. Well, then oh, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kid, like, goes, hey, what's happening? <laughs> and Michael Keaton goes... <laughs> Michael Keaton goes, oh, don't worry. That just happens when I start talking about the past. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they were really in that in that wavy realm of limbo there. It was, it was funny. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> Mike, this has been awesome. Thank you, man, for making this work. I know it, it was it was a, a tough go for you to get set up, but I appreciate you doing it, man. Oh. This has been awesome. We needed to well, get it's a good always worth it. We needed to get an episode out, and we hope everyone enjoyed this. We had a great time. I am literally sweating because I'm thinking so much, and so my brain doesn't want to do that anymore. You could have um, went so much further, too. I, yes. Um, we're going to have longer episodes coming up here when I get a different... Uh, yeah. To go along with our YouTube videos. Uh, some changes, some positive changes coming up. We hope everyone sticks with us. It's going to be a good journey, as always. Mike, this has been a blast. Until next time, my friend, what do our friends in the paranormal field and of the podcast need to do? Peace out. <laughs>